scares me. That's probably one thing I should be doing. And it's something that I don't know if I can complete. And just because I don't know those things, I believe it's something I should try. Ben Stevens is in training for something he is not sure he can do. Baton Death March Memorial Marathon. It, it was started in, I think, 1989 by some um, ROTC students out in um, White Sands, New Mexico area. What its goal is, is to memorialize um, a POW um, march from World War II of the Philippines. It's one of the deadliest uh, POW camp um, t of the entire United States history, from what I understand, approximately over one th more than one third, some estimate up to about 60% of those who were incarcerated and forced to march died before the United States could liberate them towards the end of the war. And this happened, they surrendered to the Japanese in the Pacific Theater er early April of 1941, and then were not liberated until 1944. You're listening to the Canines for Camo podcast, episode four. I'm Lisa Hamblin. So you are doing a marathon. Is it the full 26 miles? It's actually 27.7 miles. Um, they added an extra, I think, I believe it's an extra mile and a half of loose sand at the very end to commemorate the suffering that the, the soldiers and POWs, the Philippines and the United States put in at the because of how grueling their march was. Ben knows that this is not going to be an easy challenge. Despite serving in the military, he hates running. And you can tell that if you follow him on Instagram. <laughs> it was not an easy one. It was not a uh, it was a lot harder than I had anticipated. Um, it's pretty hot here for January or March, whatever for month it is. It tells you how exactly how worn out I am. The event itself is something I've been cons thinking about going on probably 10 to 15 years just because I've, I've known about the Baton Death March itself. I've known about this memorial marathon for close to 15 years. Um, a really good uh, friend of my dad's from the military completed, competed in it every year. And, you know, I really looked up to that individual. So that's, it's been something that's been on my mind, but I never thought about just doing it. And this year I decided it was just time to just do it. So Ben is also raising money to benefit two organizations, Canines for Camo and Geese for GIs. My, most of my family has at some point when one time or the other um, served in the military, uh, both my grandparents, my grandfathers on both sides of my family served um, post-World War II, um, during the Korean War, not necessarily in the war, but in the reserves. And then my dad spent upwards of 27 years in either active duty or reserves, you know, deployed twice to Iraq. Um, and I was in at the same time he was towards the end of his career. I was in for approximately eight years. And while I, ne I never deployed, I didn't, I don't feel like I did anything significant. But um, because of that, I feel like I need to push to, if nothing else, support my brothers and sisters who did sacrifice. Um, and hence the reason I not only wanted to do this marathon, because I'm, I'm a history buff at heart. And so that kind of act service um, of, you know, military members who served in such a significant way has a lot of meaning to me. But then also I thought, you know, I was going to 
whenever I first initially thought about doing this, my thought was, you know what, maybe I can inspire somebody because I'm, I'm not in great shape. I'm not overweight, but it doesn't mean you can't, that can't necessarily always be an excuse. And so I thought, well, maybe I can document this journey. Ben includes even his hardest moments on his blog. Everything after 10 was pure pain and hell. Um, uh, <laughs> I usually wouldn't admit this, but I will still admit it right now. I broke down a couple of times mentally and emotionally. Um, and I really don't know why, but I did. And then in the process of thinking about that, and you know, maybe inspiring others, I thought, well, maybe, why don't I use that as not only an inspiration, but a way to support other veterans as well. And um, uh, through my cousin and his wife, I know I've known about canines for camos for about a year and a half now. And so I thought, well, for them, that would be a phenomenal, that'd be a phenomenal thing, just if nothing else to increase, you know, their footprint as well as the awareness of others of their cause. Ben just mentioned his cousin, Nick Weiss. So I'm a, I'm a certified running coach. He's helping Ben train for this very long run. And so typically for an event like this, what you really want to do is you want a, a slow ramp up and then a significant amount of time at a, a high volume. And then you want to go into peaking where you back everything off and get them ready for the race. But Ben is not your typical runner. Here's why. January of last year, I tore my ACL skiing out here and it's mid a <laughs> doing something I shouldn't have been doing on a ski slope that I wasn't experienced enough for. Um, but I have some really good surgeons out here and I work with them on a regular basis. So um, they were able to get me in and at the end of August, I believe it was August 24th, I had my ACL reconstructed. Coming off the surgery, um, my concerns are twofold. A is that we have we need to keep that slow ramp so he doesn't get re-injured, but we really don't have a lot of time for that high volume. And so you have to balance getting enough of a ramp up, but not doing it so quickly that he re-injures his knee in the process. You know, we're kind of 50-50 walking and running, just trying to build endurance, because I had very little endurance built up because of my knee surgery prior to talking to him. So, um, and what makes me think I can complete this <laughs> Um, I actually don't know if I can, but um, I'm willing to try and fail nothing else and fail spectacularly, hopefully. Shortly after this interview, Ben got some news he didn't want to hear. I reconnected with him on Zoom so he could explain it to me. Hello. Here we are again. Yes, ma'am. Nice to see you again. Good to see you as well. I'm going to tell you that you might look just a smidge thinner. <laughs> Several people have told me that recently. <laughs> well, so I'm excited that you are still going through with your race. Um, tell me how you felt when you learned that it was going to be a virtual race. Well, um, I was a little bummed out, um, to say the least. Mostly I was frustrated, I think, because at least being in the medical field, I could see things were kind of winding down and looking better. and and then they shut it, you know, shut the live event down, which was not exactly what I was hoping for. Um, but it was a military base, so I don't know what I, I, I don't know why I expected much less. They tend to go overboard way late instead of, you know, <laughs> following the crowd. So, um, but it took me a couple of weeks to kind of determine what I wanted to do and whether I wanted to 
go forward in the manner in which I'd been planning. So, um, but after talking with my wife and with my coach and all that, we kind of came to the conclusion that's better for me and better for what, you know, the goals I had in mind, including for the charity as well, for me to just go ahead and continue on. There's a massive sense of relief and accomplishment and, um, um, every once in a while, I almost feel like I'm about to break down and just uh, and cry a little bit. <laughs> but my guess is that's probably the most likely scenario is I'm going to break down quite a bit at the very end, considering it's the furthest I've ever run and, and a uh, goal I've been really meaning to complete for a large period of my life. So, Is there any special message that you hope somebody might take from you completing this very big goal? Well, two. One is, you know, when it comes to mental fortitude or, you know, trying to get through the, the rough periods of our lives, especially mentally and emotionally, um, the best thing you can do is reach out and ask for help. Um, and most man, many people may not know this, but I've, I've had some bouts of depression a little bit the last six months to a year. And I'm, a lot of people have, I mean, COVID hasn't helped it. And, the solution definitely was not me trying to push through and handle it like I've been handling it most of this time. Um, you know, trying to do it all on my own, push through, um, suck it up. <laughs> Us military members are notorious for that. And the solution has been having a goal, which has been this race, as well as having, um, talking to my family, talking to my, my spouse, talking to friends who've dealt with this, if not more and talking to a counselor you know um i've never been in counseling before now is a big step but you know it's been a healthy step and you know we don't necessarily get through the tough things like this on our own we get through it with the help of others with our community with our brothers and sisters and who in combat who've gone through or not in the combat but in the military who've gone through these things as well um sometimes you just have to ask and 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they know exactly what you're going through. And uh, the other message is, is that, you know, I'm the reason I we even went on social media other than for the charities was so that other people could see someone who has gone through some injuries, who's overweight, who is not trained well, who doesn't have endurance, who just decided one day to do this and with the help of, you know, a good trainer, um, good friends, and um, an awesome spouse, I'm able to complete this goal. You know, I mean, if, if I can do it, literally anybody can do it with the what right amount of motivation and willingness. That's really impactful, given what Canines for Camo, the whole mission of it is to really open up opportunities for veterans to get the help that they've been needing, but maybe were afraid to ask or maybe didn't know how to ask. So I like this parallel that, you know, you're, you're saying, Hey, I, I'm also struggling sometimes. And I just decided I'm going to get help and I wanted to achieve this goal. And I decided I was going to get the help I needed to do it. Cause you probably couldn't have done it on your own. Really. You, you reached yeah. out to people who, who inspired you to, to go forward. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. And also the veterans who've actually gone through combat, who've seen, you know, the horrors that um, this world can levy upon others. And the fact that I'm dealing with these things in a much smaller scale compared to what they go through, just and that the struggles I had with it made me want to be a little more open with what I'm going through, because 
you know, like I said, on the scale that they're going through, mine's just a very, very small, small problem. And I was having difficulty with it. And I can only imagine what they're going through. And the more people that understand that, the better off the community as well as these individuals will be. You can help in on his mission. The Baton Memorial Run is March 20th. He is running to raise money for canines for camo and geese for GIs. Follow his journey as he trains on his website. You can find that at conquestfear.com. Now you can always donate to Canines for Camo by going to our website, caninesforcamo.org, or find us on Facebook. Or just call our executive director, Joy. She's going to love to take your money. We are heading to the Jefferson City Correctional Facility this week to meet the inmate trainers and some of their dogs. Uh, we're going to have that story in an upcoming episode. We'll see you then.